Welcome to Ending Pending. I'm your host, Andy. I'm your... Can I be the other host today? Not the not host, since Ronnie's not here. You can be the other host. I'm the other host, Evan. And we're joined by our cat, Axel, who is cuddling me and probably not going to talk much. He's such a good boy. He never makes any noise. Uh, Ronnie is not with us this week, and neither is Kim, so it's just Evan and Andy. Yep. Good old gay podcast. Yep. Bunch of gays. Don't tell Ronnie that I got to be the host. He'll he'll feel left out. You you know that he he edits every like Ronnie does all the work. He's gonna edit. Okay, I won't tell Ronnie that you're the co-host. Yeah. Okay. We gotta save his precious little heart. So on ending pending, we discuss television shows that have only lasted for a single season. Currently, we are covering Terra Nova, which was on Fox in like 2014. Um, before we do that, I think... 2011. Oh, fuck. 2011. Um, before we dive into Terra Nova, though, I think we should all go around the table and say one thing we appreciate about Ronnie. All two of us. All three. Axel will say something. Okay. All right. Um, I appreciate Ronnie's friendship and big heart. I appreciate that he tries so, so hard at everything he does. He is. Yeah, yeah he's, he, he's a good trier. He tries so hard, and uh, that sounds kind of disparaging, like the implication being that he fails. But that's not true. He succeeds at a lot of things, but he gives everything 100%. Hey, Axel. What do you appreciate about Ronald, Axel? Evan's holding he's, Axel up to the mic. He's, he's just purring. He's just purring. His sweet little heart. Oh, what a good boy. Mm. Okay. But he, he, he did he didn't lean towards the mic, Ronnie, so Axel appreciates you too. Yeah. Anyway, now that we're done talking about our good friend Ronnie, uh, let's talk about those good, good dinosaurs. Yeah, the good dinosaurs, and well, nobody else who's good. <laughs> what episodes did we cover this week, Evan? Uh, we covered episodes 7, 8, and 9, called, respectively, Nightfall, Proof, and... Versus, but not the whole word versus, just VS, period, which seems like a weird choice. Um, and what what happened in those three episodes, Evan? Um, so what happened in episode seven is that there was a, a meteor, and it, it burned up in the atmosphere, but it caused an EMP, and it, it fucked up all their electronics. And so uh, everything's shitty for a while, and... Uh, What's her name? The Sixers lady. Mira. Mira. Mira realizes that they're vulnerable, and so she and the other Sixers, like, herd a dinosaur into the wall. Like, they, they like, find this giant, like, Spinosaurus, and they, like, use torches to, like, spook it into running right at Terra Nova to distract them while they steal back this weird little pod. If, if you will recall... Um, the episode with the little girl who was actually a spy. This is the weird pod that she was trying to steal and did not succeed, but in this they succeed. And nobody gets eaten by the dinosaur, which is kind of a little bit tragic. But uh, the Terranovans do fail, and the Sixers get the pod back. And uh, then Mira gives it to somebody in the woods, and that somebody in the woods is Taylor's son, the the head guy in charge. It's his son! who we were kind of led to believe was dead, but is not actually dead. In episode 8, this one focuses a little bit on Science Daughter, which was kind of a nice change, except that 
she's boring now because her whole story arc relies on like her having a crush on this boy and then dating anyway um there's this guy that she idolizes who's like a naturalist and uh she realized she she got word that like he's come through to Terra Nova and is living living there now and she like freaks out and has a fangirl attack and she goes to meet him and uh he like isn't remembering the jokes he made in his own books and uh he doesn't remember like a letter that he sent her and she's like this sure is weird like this guy sure isn't how I thought he would be at all and uh, because she idolizes him so much, she knows all kinds of stuff about him, and he's, he's basically getting trivia about his own life wrong. And um, she, with the help of uh, her mom's boss, figures out that this guy isn't actually the naturalist guy. It's his research assistant who killed him and stole his identity so that he could, uh, he could come to Terra Nova. And... He figures out that she knows, and he's gonna kill her, but Cop Dad saves her. That's the only useful thing Cop Dad has done. Um, and then in episode 9, uh, Boylan, who's the, the, uh, the guy who owns the bar, he, he lets Cop Dad know that uh, there's a body hidden out in the woods and uh that it's probably taylor's fault and so they they figure out that like taylor may have murdered this dude and they're like what the hell what's going on why is there a dead body why did taylor murder this guy out in the woods and um cop dad theorizes that it was somebody coming to replace taylor for some kind of legitimate reason and taylor uh killed him and then Taylor posits that uh, it was some kind of scheme to figure out how to take resources back from Terra Nova into the future, and that he had to kill this guy and basically banish his son to stop the, the people of the industry of the future from uh, developing a technology to let them go forward in time again and take all kinds of resources back from Terra Nova. And um, I frankly don't believe Taylor, but that was that was what Cop Dad bought. Like, Taylor told him this story, like, I had to, they were going to take all our stuff. And Cop Dad believed it. And that's, that's where we are. Good shit. Yeah, it, I mean, it was better shit than average so far. So, which, yeah. Did, did this set of three episodes work for you, Evan? Um, I'm gonna say yeah. It's I think it's actually doing better than it was. I think it's I think it's turned around mostly because uh, we're focusing on Taylor and the Sixers more, who are far and away the most interesting characters. I thought um, episode seven was kind of weak, interesting premise. But the only cool thing was the dinosaur, like the Sixers in the dark with torches, like, herding a dinosaur. It was fucking sweet. And, um, but other than that, I think the, the, the plot complexity is improving. I think we're getting some, uh, some interesting, that we're finally starting to get some indicators that maybe Taylor actually is a terrible dictator and is, 
is manipulating the situation, and like we suspected all along, the show's finally kind of like giving us some some good leads. So I would say, yeah, it's it's working. It's certainly working better than it was last week. Andy. Hey, Evan. Hey, Andy. What's up, babe? Uh, is it working for you? Yes. If we could cut this hour or this two hours down into like an hour and 40 to an hour and a half, uh, I think it, like it'd be an enthusiastic yes that it's working. But uh, even with all the extra stuff that's like really boring that you have to watch to get to the good shit, I'd still say that overall this show's working and that three these three episodes worked. Yeah, I would agree. So, going off that, what didn't work for you with these three episodes? What sucked? All right. Um, are we doing sucking first? We normally do positives first. Let's do sucking first. Okay, let's do sucking first. That's a real weird sentence that I just said. Okay, anyway, ca- carrying on. Um, for the audience uh, back home, I like raised my eyebrows suggestively. But you can't narrate your reactions. This is an audio medium. You can, not, you can still narrate. This is not an audio, but all right. Anyway. Um, I fucking hate the science daughter and her boyfriend. Yup. They're the worst. Science daughter by herself is, is like an all right character. She's not like a, a, an earth-shattering work of genius, but like... She's a fun little nerd, and she's like, you know, it's fun to watch her be enthusiastic about stuff. She's just like fangirls about dinos and authors and all sorts of cool shit. Yeah. What's he, a GL? I don't know. But this guy, this naturalist guy, she's just like all about. But um, there's this like subplot where she's dating this like soldier guy, and they're. Who looks like the werewolf from Twilight. He kind of does, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But, um,. Uh, so, yeah, they spent so, 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 so much time in episode seven, like, focusing on them and their little, their little outside-the-wall stupid rendezvous thing, and they have no chemistry whatsoever. Neither of them seem like they're attracted to each other. Neither of them seem like they like each other. They're just awkward. Their dialogue is so forced. They don't sound like human sound at all. Like, nobody talks like that. And... Whoever was in charge should have realized this and should have cut him from the plot. Yeah. Science daughter is important. Soldier dude is not. Get rid of him and get her a new boyfriend that the actress has chemistry with. Or just drop that entirely. Like, yeah. or just have him go back to doing his thing and, I don't yeah. know, just get, yeah, get, get rid of it. But, and to, to make matters um, worse, with episode seven, they kept cutting away to that. During the dinosaur herding. Yeah. So, like, the Sixers are, like, grabbing crossbows and torches and, like, herding this huge-ass dinosaur. It's the coolest shit we've seen on the show yet. And then it cuts over to fucking Science Daughter and the other daughter with the spiders. And she's like, who cares? Just show us the fucking dinosaur. Bad editing. Uh, also, there's... Um, episode 7 had, like, five or six subplots. Like, uh... Um... Cop Dad and Zoe are in this, like, the internet tank thing. They've got this, like, database that is, if it's like, 
all the information known to mankind in all of our history. So it's the internet. They've got the internet in a big ball in the basement. And he's like, ooh, look at all. And when the power goes out, they're trapped in there. And so it's just them, like, a five-year-old who you cannot get more boring than a five-year-old. I'm sorry. Every five-year-old on Earth is just boring. Like, they don't have, their little brains aren't formed yet. They're, they're, and I mean, the actress is a five-year-old. Like, she's, she's doing her best. She's doing a good job. But, like, she just... There's nothing interesting about her. She's five. And then Cop Dad, who is the most boring adult that I've ever seen, and they're just, like, locked in a fish tank. They're just, like, hanging out, like, in this internet tank. I mean, they're not literally in water. I just mean they're stuck in a box, and it keeps cutting back to them. And they're not really and, in any danger either. No, like, no, they're perfectly fine Eventually they'd get them out. Yeah. <sighs> and so then there's no drama there. Yeah. Uh, and then, um, Sky, who's this, the, the pretty girl that, um, Angst's son is into, um, she and this other character who nobody cares about, like, have this heart-to-heart, where he's like, oh, well, I, I'm in love with you, but you're clearly in love with, uh, Angsty son, and, like... The only interesting thing about that is that he, like, could die at any minute because he had some terrible intestinal parasite and he was, like, lying there like, oh, I can't believe you're in love with him because I'm in love with you. And she's like, literally, what are you talking about? You have a worm coming out of you right now. <laughs> so, um, And this worm was huge. This, it, was it was disgusting. It was horrifyingly big. It was big. disgusting. So the worm thing was cool. Like, I dug the worm thing. Yeah, well, like, the... And that was drama. It's just the, the relationship shit. Yeah, like, the, the element of, like, risk there was was all right. Like, that was good. Like, that was compelling. He could have died. Um, but, yeah, the, the only thing good was the, the dinosaur hurting. This, like, war party caravan, like, Mad Max style of them all out with torches and, like, their shit and, like, like hurting it was it was awesome it looked so cool and like fuck just give us a sixer show so anyway that's pretty much the entirety of episode seven um so the the complaint there is is the bad pacing right it's the bad editing that's what didn't work for you right i mean the whole episode was there was just nothing interesting in the whole like the entire episode was throwaway garbage except for the dinosaur okay gotcha i just wanted to make sure like i i followed Mm -hmm. What you were saying. Like, that could have been a filler episode, uh, except for the fact that the very, 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 very end where they snatched that box and saw Taylor's son open it. Yeah. The rest of it was nothing. Okay. Um, so, on the other hand, though, uh, 8 and 9 were actually were actually pretty good. So, um, uh, another thing that happens in episode 8 is that asks... Let's be consistent. Angsty, son, mm-hmm. uh, who remains boring, uh, was supposed to like steal medical supplies for the Sixers, and they were gonna like bring his girlfriend back through time on the next pilgrimage. Um, I didn't like. It was at least in character for him to do that. I guess, because he's been an asshole this whole time. So, okay. But, um... I, I don't know. That that subplot was not super interesting, I don't think. It was 
he stole some medical supplies and then he kind of felt bad about it, so he turned himself in. Um, then, like... The bit with, uh, like... Taylor found that guy he banished in the woods and he tried to, like, strong-arm him into, like, being a spy... I didn't like that. I was like, why? I mean, why would you do that? Like, he, Taylor, like, um, he'd gotten, like, a, a dinosaur bite and had a really badly infected wound, and Taylor was like, here, drink this slop, and it'll fix you, and now you have to do what I say. Like, mm, but otherwise, it was, it was pretty good. Um, I don't know that I really have a lot of complaints about episode 9, to be honest. So, I don't know. I'll turn it over to you. Okay. Um, I mean, I was kind of peppering in my two cents with yours because I agree with a lot of what you said. Uh, I disagree with you about um, Taylor and the Banished dude. Uh, I actually really liked that shit. Um, but I'll, I'll say that uh, is, is there no, like, sort of identification in order to get sent back to Terra Nova? Like, I don't get how uh, this, like, scientist dude was able to steal someone's identity in the future when presumably technology is a lot better in the future and it's a lot harder to steal someone's identity. Like, it's already really hard to steal someone's, like, identity right now. Like, sure, you might be able to do, like, some credit card fraud, but you couldn't, like get a job as them like you'd have to fake a lot of shit like that's the whole point of like driver's licenses and social security and passports and stuff so I it didn't, just i didn't mind that whole because that was an interesting enough like plot i felt like i guess for me i was just like how did he how did he do this 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 seems seems odd and I mean, then, there are a lot of future movies like like gattaca where people go to great lengths to, like, fake their DNA tests. I've and never stuff. seen Gattaca. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, it's good. You okay. should. Yeah, this guy fabricates an entire identity and has to, like, like use fake urine and stuff like that so that they can't... Any- anyway. And then uh, I, had a, I had a bit of a plot hole with uh, Episode 7 with the, like, EMP. Like, one, you know at some point a meteor is coming to destroy the dinos. Like, maybe have some, like, better meteor defense. And then, two, if EMPs are, like, a common enough thing, which it seems like they were, maybe have some more precautions set up. Like, like the big thing was, like, oh, it was an EMP, and, like, we're not prepared. Build a Faraday cage, guys. Yeah. And, two, like, how did Cop Dad know how to use bows? Yeah, I forgot about that, actually. (laughs) Like, Taylor makes perfect sense. Dude's been through some shit. He was on Terra Nova by himself for, like, a year or some shit. Like, I get that. He knows how to use a bow. But future cop dad, like, there has been nothing in his character arc that suggests he's any sort of survivalist or huntsman or, like, has any sort of experience there. And Taylor was like, you know how to use one of these? And Cop Dad was like, of course, I have a penis. Everyone that has a penis knows how to use a bow. And, like, just fucking, like, doing trick shots. Like, what the fuck? 
Okay. I am willing to forgive them for the EMP. That was, like, granted, I, I did not like episode... Bad. I'm sorry, I'm fiddling with a drawer. I did not like episode 7 at all, but I did say as we were watching it, um, th- there's this thing that happens in, like, every movie with the EMP where, like, the like the car stops working and they just go to a shop and, like, get another solenoid that was in the box and, like, put it, you know, or, um, like, they just put a new fuse in, the, like... Every electronic, whether it was on or not, would have been affected by the EMP. It doesn't matter if it's in your car or in a box. You can't just find another one and replace it if it was in the same, like, radius of that EMP. Like, and that's, like, that happens in a ton of media. I don't know why, but people are just like, oh, an EMP knocked out whatever. Just grab a new electrical part from a place where you buy electrical parts as if the EMP somehow doesn't affect it if it's in a box as opposed to in your electronic device. Uh, but they pointed out in this, like, no, we, we can't just, like, replace the fuses or whatever. Like, th- everything that we have that was in radius of this thing has been destroyed. And they do have a device to, like, replicate the chips, like, that were, that were screwed up. Um, like they have, that's what Boylan was doing. Like it takes some time. So you, you like their EMP mythology. I think they did it better than average. Okay. I don't think like, you're right. You, you could have just had a Faraday cage that you keep emergency supplies in. Yeah. Like that's, this is a thing that like diffuses electrical energy to protect stuff inside of it. So like, yeah, you should have had like some kind of, like, bunker where you keep some emergency shit in a Faraday cage. But um, besides that, uh, they clearly had some kind of method to, like, remake computer chips that had been screwed up. And they had those things they called chem lights. They had, like, basically giant glow sticks in the walls that, like, came on that weren't electrical. So... Better than average. Still still a garbage episode, but I didn't have a problem with, like, the EMP situation. Uh, so I, I guess we might as well talk about positives because you went into... Sorry. ...positive with the EMP stuff. Um, I, I mean, I think we both agree that the Sixers shit in episode seven was, like, far and beyond the best part of that episode. Oh, yeah. Uh, and all the stuff with Taylor in that episode was really good. Um, Boylan, like, shooting that motherfucker... With, uh, like, an old-school revolver was dope. Yeah. Um, what about episode eight? What did we like about episode eight? Um, so, I, I like that we got to see Science Daughter do science. Like, she's, she's, she's smart, and she's real competent, and she was, like, she was doing better than that, like, research assistant guy was, who was, like, even though he was the famous guy's research assistant, she was, like wiping his ass with those plant identifications and shit. So, like, she's real smart and cool as long as she's nowhere near that boyfriend guy. Terrible boyfriend. That, who she makes terrible, unnatural small talk with. Like, talk about some plants or something. Something you're interested in. I really liked watching Angst's son hurt himself with the sonic pistol. Yeah. Like, that was great. Like, he got fucking tossed, and he, he was all beat up and bruised, and I was just like, ha I hate this character. He's mm-hmm. hurt. Yeah, what I was, like, trying to get at with uh, 
like his whole thing where he's like trying to get his girlfriend back and so it's just like he has seemed so far to be such an asshole but now he's like so motivated to like do this and then like after i mean i guess i can't complain we're getting more development out of him but like it just seems like it took so long and everything up until now was contradictory to this like he suddenly cares so so much about his girlfriend and after he like steals the medicine and um realizes that people are gonna die because of it he like gives it back and turns himself in and like just behaves totally contrary to like everything he's done so far also like what do you think is gonna happen when you steal medicine bro like yeah. it's 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 medicine yeah you didn't steal like some playstation plus it like you you, you, you stole medicine mm-hmm. uh oh wait i have a complaint i forgot about this one um at the end of episode eight Taylor and uh, Cop Dad are talking about, like, oh, like, what's going to happen to Ang's son now that, like, he's a traitor and betrayed us and, like, turned himself in. And Taylor kind of, like, laughs it off and is like, we've all done things for women we like. And it's just like, no. Like, you don't get to write that off as, like, oh, like, boy's trying to get his dick wet, am I right? <laughs> like, yeah. by betraying us and almost he, killing a bunch of people. He and fucking stole medicine and you're just gonna laugh it off like, haha, boys will be boys. Like, no, Taylor. Also, he's directly in contact with the Sixers. Like, he's been to their camp. Yeah. Like, and he, he, it was out of ca- character for Taylor. Um, Cop Dad is written so blandly and so inconsistently. I don't know if it was out of character for him or not. But it seemed really out of character for Taylor to just, like, laugh it off and be like, you know, don't hate the player, hate the game, am I right? Like, no, that's some bullshit. Hang that kid. (laughs) 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 Fucking banish him or something. Yeah, I I would imagine had it been anyone else, that would absolutely have been a banishable offense. But for some reason in this, he's just like, whatever. Um, which brings us a little back to stuff we like, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so like Taylor's possibly a psychopath and it's awesome. Uh, like it's, I mean, he's, he's clearly a bad dude, but, um, he's compelling. Like, so like when he, uh, is with the, the dude who was banished, the, the ex soldier and like protecting him, he's getting attacked by like dinosaurs and it's just like fight like he 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 goes crom like he goes full barbarian and instead of using any of his technology it's just like using a big ass knife yeah i said like he you know he's got a gun he could just shoot that dinosaur but he's just got a torch and a knife and he just he just wants to knife fight something like (laughs) he just wants to stab it in the head and like it it's it's wild like the guy's got that's why I really liked that plot. Like, I felt like, one, it made sense for Taylor to be like, oh, there's that dude we banished not too long ago. It'd be an easy in for him to join the Sixers now. I'm going to go out there and, like, go on a fucking, like, spirit walkabout with this dude and, like, fight some dinosaurs while he's poisoned and convince him to, like, help us. Like, I dug that shit. I just don't think anybody would help Taylor at that point. Like, that... Uh... He's got, like, a weird cult of personality about him, though. And, like, even though he banished this guy, I think, like, he's still enamored with Taylor. Also, fucking watching him go full barbarian was probably pretty inspiring. <laughs> uh, 
Taylor's super interesting. Yeah. Like, Taylor overall is um, absolutely a lunatic. There's a fucking holiday about him where the kids put on a play about him. Like, that is some dictator shit. Yeah. Well, they call it a harvest festival, but they're like, it's the day that Commander Taylor came through the time rift. And I was like, why the fuck do you call it the harvest festival then? You're clearly not harvesting anything. Like, what... What is, like, what is this, like, did, did he literally, like, make the plants grow? Is that what you're, like, is that what you're implying? Is he your god? Or, I don't know. It, it's some dictator shit. And then yeah. Taylor continues to be a dictator. A dictator. Taylor continues to be a dictator in this episode where, like, he creates fake evidence against Cop Dad to get him arrested. And, like, does a lot of, like, skeevy, sketchy questionable things in episode Super manipulative nine stuff very very like he's pulling every string there is like he's just nobody's nobody can oppose him yeah in order to like have the situation turn out where he's still on top and it's like it's very compelling did he kill that dude to protect terra nova from like corporate interests and having it get pillaged maybe but like it's his word against a fucking dead body and all this other shit that he's pulled like who knows i can't imagine that he was in the right in that scenario i mean i don't think so either but because like well first of all um even if they were trying to create a a two-way time portal like where they bring you know stuff back from terranova to the future that's probably good because like people are literally dying like they i mean they need like uh the kids had never seen a fruit when they came through to Terranova. They had an orange in their apartment. What like once they yeah. were like where did you find that? But uh like people in the future are fucked. are dying. Yeah, yeah, like they're on a large scale, they're real fucked. And clearly not everyone can come through to Terranova. They they have just a few hundred at a time. And I don't know why exactly. I mean, I assume it's to try to establish a stable civilization before they just drop. But there's no way that everybody's going to come through before. Tons of people are still dying is what I'm saying. People are dying left and right in the future. Uh, Like the apocalypse is nigh. Yeah. So it's probably a good thing that they're bringing resources to try to help the people who've been like abandoned on that sinking ship that is the planet so even in that scenario where all of taylor's claims are are true that they were trying to establish a two-way portal to bring stuff back from terra nova that doesn't necessarily sound like an awful thing yeah he he was saying like oh it's corporate interest trying to bring current stuff but i mean look dude I just I, I really love the the aspect of like okay you have this new colony right you have Taylor who's in charge of it you have Mira leading the resistance of it and then you had this new general guy who was coming from the original place and trying to unseat Taylor mm-hmm. and Taylor killed him and then banished his son and it, it's just super interesting. Yeah. Uh, we found out that, like, those markings that were on the rocks and stuff were Taylor's son, who was writing the equation to, like, create the two-way portal, like, in different places to, 
like kind of taunt Taylor and maybe also like get other people asking questions. Mm-hmm. Um, so like there was a lot of really cool shit there. It was real cool. Um, that's that's why I think that these two episodes have turned it around. Um, the main characters are still boring as fuck, and I still don't care about them. But finally, we're getting away from that dumb family, and we're focusing on some real shit. I really feel like they were trying to go like, look, this is a family show. We have stuff for the little girl. We have stuff for the middle-aged girl. We have stuff for the young son. We got the mom and the dad. And like, that's not what's cool about this show. What's cool about this show is the colony aspect, the the intrigue with Taylor and Mira and fucking dinosaurs. Yeah. Like, that's all I want. Like, show me, show me like struggles with the colony. Show me the Taylor and Mira conspiracy shit and show me dinosaurs. That's all I want from Terra Nova. I agree. We gotta rewrite this. Yep. So for next week, we're gonna be watching episodes ten, eleven, and twelve. Uh, well, there's four and thirteen. Ten, eleven, twelve, and thirteen mm-hmm. for next week. It's um, gonna be an adventure because it's the the wrap up yeah. and Ronnie's back. And we're we're running doing four episodes. We're running towards the end next week. Um. I'm going to take this time to plug Lost Colonies again. That's the LARP Evan and I are helping with. It's uh, catering mostly towards people in Virginia, Maryland, and Delaware. But really, if you're within driving distance of Maryland, you should probably come check it out. Uh, while Terra Nova is a like sci-fi colony time travel thing, uh, Lost Colonies is going to be a like fantasy colonial uh, colony type game. So if you want to like shoot orcs with muskets and I don't fucking know, like be an elf in a tricorn hat, you know, it might be the sort of LARP you'd be into. Good stuff. Um, yeah, I think, do we have anything? We don't have anything important to talk about, do we? No, I just wanted to plug Lost Colonies. Okay. You want to say anything about Lost Colonies? Um, it's going to be real cool. Yeah. <laughs> Evan and I are both involved. Yeah, we're both we're both doing stuff. Um, we're, I, Axel's got to do a sign off. He went away. Oh, Axel, come meow on the microphone. He's over there drinking water. Yeah. It's okay. We can do it without <laughs> okay. him. Okay. Uh, so from all of us at ending pending, except only two of us. Yeah, two thirds of us. From two thirds of us at ending pending. Uh, fuck Firefly. That was rough. Just fuck it. Okay. You want to try one? No? No. No? Okay. I guess that's it then. Just fuck Firefly.